hey, right here is Legend Vash myself. And right here, as always, Sam the Manga Man. And if you guys didn't see the Thursday show, our newest member, Kendall. How does it feel to be on the show and on show and to talk about mangas, my boy? Oh, man, uh, it's it's great uh, having, a, I guess, our debut week. It's been fun. Thursday was great. And I'm looking forward to having conversations today about some of the hot mangas out, you know? Yeah, we're here to, to talk about Kaiju number eight, Black Clover. Yes, Black Clover. We're here to discuss it. Would it be good stuff, bad stuff? Let's see and find out. JJK and My Hero Academia and uh, Under Unlucky, if I didn't say it in the beginning. But yeah, those are the four series that we will be discussing. And let's see how it goes. And the first one we'll be covering is Kaiju number eight in the rundown. So as always, guys, like, comment, subscribe. If you're new to the channel, if you like what you see, share it to your friends, share it to your grandmother, share it to your aunt, share it to your people around the world. It's gladly to see that if you enjoy our content, share it to others. Other than that, let's jump straight into Kaiju number eight discussion, chapter 57. What, what was the name? Um, this is episode five, right? Um, um, arc five? Six. Six, I believe. But um yes, I think we're going into six now officially. All right. So how do we feel about this chapter that we finally get some more information and the full squad knowing that they're about to take out Kaiju number nine? I mean, it, it was a good chapter in title, and yeah, entirely, I mean, and like it's still being a setup arc or setup chapter in sort of way, because the vice captain agreed to kaiju number 10's uh weapon design form and then we were told that number 10 was technically a prototype since since kaiju number nine was the one that created number 10 and it seems like in the last chapter last page of the chapter you see like cocoons of himself kaiju number nines but i guess more than like just a prototype not a prototype anymore but a full complete version of himself some some other type of vessels are definitely present um i think i think this was a really good world expansion chapter like it was um wasn't super heavy on the lore obviously there, there wasn't any action but you know we got to see we already saw the low friction between division one and division three mm-hmm. and yep. you kind of get to see we got to see the other captains as well which we hadn't really um had any sight of them so it's like okay we, we kind of get a full school picture and it's it's now segueing into hey this is a bigger battle than we even thought that we were doing and it's going to take all of us to come together to do something about it and i think like i said i think that was a really good set setup i'm glad they didn't force the um the the reunion with squad three and um after i think that was kind of like uh i'm glad they kind of like hinted at like oh man i need to go apologize to vice captain but like they didn't force it into the episode I think it was a really balanced chapter. It was really good. What I like about this chapter is that we finally get the conversation of all the hotheads. Like it's like you said, the first captain, the third captain, the fourth division captain. Like we all get all the different type of personalities, and we see more of the grander scale of Japan. And they and they also acknowledge that, like, yo, this is the this is a bigger scale that if we lose this battle, this war, Japan, the whole nation is lost. So. I'm happy that also acknowledge the power and how much they have to do to fight against this. So that was very appreciated um, as a chapter, knowing that they have a lot on their hands, knowing what is coming in the next battle. Yeah, other than that, it was a nice setup and every introduction, introduction, uh, like Kendall said, world building more. And I guess it's more, what else can you train with Kaiju number eight and with 
the other uh people from the third division and sort of stuff we still haven't met kafka's best friend the young yeah, guy i'm hoping to meet them next chapter or the next two to see how much they have trained because last time we left off with them was like in chapter 32 38 or under and the last thing we left off is that they were going to do some hard-ass training so my hope is that they've gone stronger uh develop up with some skills with some weapons so i'm curious to see how much they're going to be up and ready to be on the side with kafka and curious to see what the new weapon for kaiju number 10 will be knowing that he has the will to actually want to be a weapon so i'm very curious about that yeah um, i think um the previous chapter was basically kafka and um i'm getting her name right now the daughter you kind of got your two your yeah. two main your your protagonist and your deuteronomist you know you got both of them in the scene it's like here's the expectation you know she needs to beat all of the vice captains, all the squadron leaders by a month's time. All right, cool. Then you got Kafka and it's like, all right, we can't keep you around, but I'm going to use you. You're going to be a weapon. You know, you were there. You you have to get your redemption. I need to get my redemption and I can't do this without you. You're part of whatever this plan has to be. And then we kind of get the intro to, hey, here's the plan. The plan is going to involve everybody. So yeah, I think the next chapter is definitely going to be like, if not the next chapter, because the next chapter may very well be some more planning set up for like what exactly they want to do, kind of maybe talking about centralizing a base, a location operation kind of thing, um, or kind of establishing some type of means of uh, communication so that they're maybe they don't want to be clustered in one spot. You know, they might want to be spread out still, but kind of figuring out how they're going to communicate. And then between the next chapter and this one, we'll definitely have, I think we'll have the rest of the guys come back in because, yeah, we, we definitely want to see. We want to see his development because he kind of was like you, you kind of see him as being a like a prodigy and then he just gets blown out of the water constantly about what he can contribute to the fight so i'm looking to see hopefully a very decent power spike um, for him or some new equipment or something agreed just more is more to see what the creator or the mangaka is going to bring new weapons designs like axe throwing like i'm curious to see if, if we're going to get like a shotgun axe because that's always been a fan favorite in, in most type of storytelling when it comes to kaiju, zombies type of thing. So I'm curious to see if one of our characters is going to get like a shotgun axe because that would be pretty interesting. How would it be different in this world as well? I only also see like there's only the four captains and just because technically two of them are vice captains underneath their division. Wasn't right. there like seven established? Yeah, I thought there was like six to eight. Uh, yeah, squadrons. I thought there were six to eight, but maybe the other four divisions four? are going to protect the people, you know, protect the civilians. So, like, maybe the more of, like, a medical field, you know, some people are going to do some type of evacuation. So that's my guess. Or, or people could be out on missions. Like, if if the division captain for one of them is specifically responsible for, like, cleanup, there's, like, mass cleanup going on. So maybe they can't be present for this initial meeting or whatever the case may be. Because we really don't have a great idea of the role dynamics of each. We just know they're responsible for different regions. So either maybe these are the four that were closest that could assemble. Maybe there's other things going on that, you know, cleanup efforts, rescue efforts, evacuation efforts that's going on that the other squads are leading up right now. Or maybe there's a spy and they were excluded intentionally. They haven't really established like spies, other characters and that stuff. Cause the only way the first we were introducing like the six or six, eight captains where they're all in like uniform and had like masks on mm -hmm. so that you, so that 
you know, you give the mangaka time to establish like drawing different kind of character looks and stuff like that. So at least you can introduce them in like the full on uniform. And then you see the first captain taking mm-hmm. off his mask. Are you sure about this cat? Literally, first he was the next character we go into in the next episode, like following arc. And now we got three, not two more of the faces for real in the captains. One was, looks like uh, the old man from animes, especially with the goatee and beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he like he's like kind of character that loves to drink, and then you bring in the comedy. Like you're drinking like while in the meeting in the work after you just said, "Yo, chill. We don't need this argument and stuff." But and of course, I think a muscle woman. Yeah, that's what it looked like. This the 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 brute force captain. Mm. Yeah, um, I think that was a fourth division, right? That was a second. Yeah, oh, fourth second division, division was the guy with the alcohol. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, the second cat division captain, it's the uh, looks like the uh, the tanker, the weapon, the muscle girl. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I think that's it. It's, it's a beat stick person. It's either the the muscle punching everybody in the face first person, or the the super tank that thinks they can take every hit. Yep, whatever, whichever one of those archetypes they're gonna branch that character into. I also think yeah. there's also an insult to injury for number nine to still have like. The, the squad's captain, captain uh, the general captain, like still has his face look, but you just see him re- slowly regenerating into a new body and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, towards the end of the chapter. Yeah, that was like, I literally but, forgot for a second. I was like, dang, he really is still preserving this form of the, the old captain as a, a base. So my guess that he is losing body parts is because he has to spread it to make his clones or to make his, or to make his other prototypes. That was mm. my guess. That's that's the deformality there. Yeah, like he, so. He like, took, I guess he also taken the DNA. He also taken like core injuries too. Yeah. So you think so? You think he's just healing very slow? Probably both. Probably yeah. probably trying to regenerate his core, but also I think you're right. Maybe it's two different abilities that require um a lot, and it's just like too taxing to maintain the form in one while he's doing the other. So probably a combination of both. That could be. But I think that's a good um combo. A yeah. good breakdown of Kaju number eight, um, chapter 57. So are we all good? I'm good. Yep. All right. So I feel like the next one that I'm kind of hyped to discuss about is my hair academia. How do we feel about going to jump into next? Yes. Yes. All right. So my hair academia chapter 346 discussion starts now. So how do we feel? Um, I want to start first with Kendall. Like how have you been enjoying this arc overall? Because, you know, this is your first time to actually discuss the My Hero manga itself. So how are you feeling where it's heading? And how are you feeling overall with, with this series also going to be ending sometime this year at the end or the or the beginning of next year, just like Dr. Stone ended today? My Hero Damien will also be ending sometime soon. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, so a couple of thoughts um, from me in regards to that is, I definitely felt like this was a natural progression um, coming out of the the big kind of war. We'll call it a war. We'll call it the big initial war arc, um, the release of the villains and all of that stuff. It just felt like this was the natural progression of things. Um, I kind of like, this is kind of one of my predictions of the way that it would have to go. I was thinking that maybe we'd get a time skip in here. I'm glad we don't. Um, we did get like a little break, but it was only like maybe a week or two weeks of development for Deku essentially. 
So I think that was um I think this is good. I I, I don't like I don't like when we try to drag out series for the service of the fans. Um, there's already vigilante out there. I think more, I think more mangakas need to take that aspect of finish your core series the way it is and then progress other things around the series. If if you're gonna get the resources, because I mean, this is a popular series. There's no way they don't don't allow I, I'm I can I, I am pretty confident we're gonna get vigilantes announced the anime in the next couple of years. I don't see a reason not to do so. Um, probably maybe towards once, maybe once the anime catches up to where the arc is right now, I think we should be getting announcement for vigilantes because it only makes sense. And there's a lot of things that get filled in coming up to this part of the story, honestly, that would, it would make sense for vigilantes to kind of start to be incorporated. Um, but as far as like where we are right now, uh, I think it was good. I, it's been a while since I, I got the twist that I wasn't expecting. I knew we were gonna use him. I knew we were gonna use Ayoma. I did not think that. I did not think that it would work the way it really? worked. Really? I, I didn't. I didn't think. I saw. I really just saw. I I saw it being seen through. I did not think we were gonna dupe the big bad. I didn't think that it was gonna play out exactly the way it played out. And I'm grateful for it. Um, <clears throat> and the one thing, one thing that this mangaka does really well is there's always a wrestling. And I feel like this is what you saw in this chapter. It's like, okay, everything's not going to go all in one side's party, in one side's favor, rather. So the good guys, yeah, all right, you got, you got the, finally got the one up. You were able to prep. You did all these different things that basically the villains didn't think you were going to be able to do. However, where's Deku? So I, I really like that dynamic where it's like, you know, there's a constant pull back and forth between like where where the story is going who's in charge who's in control of what's going on because constantly it's really just a battle of who's in control of the dynamics of the fight and i think what i'm seeing here is setting up for a really big fight coming soon um I'm, i we you already seen people got paired off you see um bakugo's kind of like you know vanguard in for when deku comes back you know you got Todoroki ready to fight off against dabi you know, all of these other different things kind of playing itself out and kind of setting itself up. And there's there's definitely other bigger bads that are kind of laying around. And then ultimately, it's like um, you, you kind of boil that down. I love the way that they ordered who's pairing up with each other because you boil that down and you finish off the chapter with Toga pulling Deku, but Danger Sense doesn't get triggered by it, which I thought was super important and relevant because I still feel like there was this dynamic that Toga isn't fully bad, fully good kind of thing. And she Agreed. really just wants to have a certain level of answers provided to her. And Deku, she still hasn't had that conversation with Deku. Like, I feel like all the different villains have their, like, you know, Dabi says it perfectly. Like, I'm not taking, I'm taking orders from you, leader. Like, that, I'm here to do what I got to do. You, you do what you want to do. I'm going to fight who I need to fight. And I think that's important to kind of see those dynamics play out um, the way that they're going to. Again, I like the way everything's being laid out. It is very my hero typical as far as the formula that they have shown us thus far. But I really think that um we're gonna get something really unique and special. And my hero academia in its final arc is going to solidify itself as one of the goals. Well said. Really well said for recapping your thoughts of what's been going on so far with uh, up to chapter 346. Um yeah, I agree with you for all out and to add more into what you just, just said. Like, it's really good. I don't think Hikoro Koshi have missed a single chapter in months. And I think it all worked out so well that the flow of 
My Hero Academia works so well to, you know, it's going to succeed up to its last chapter to the last anime of the episode, last episode of the anime. It's, it's going to solidify itself where everybody's going to remember My Hero Academia. I think what's going on so far of the plan, the first plan coming together to stop Sugar Rocky, keep him in the air, have tight ropes up, have electric magnetic field, and as well as having Manoma using eraser heads quark Excuse to me. erase. Excuse me. To erase the uh, quark. For uh, me, I really um I agree with what you just said, Sam. That they broke it down and understood what happened with our boy Tiraki. They understood that they need to keep him off the ground. They they need to keep him in the air and with this whole electric electric man um, electro magnet field. field going around it and that was smart but at the same time they also acknowledge that they don't fully know how what he's doing because they haven't seen him in his actually perfected state before when the song was imperfected so then Mars like yo because at the end of the chapter i like how miracle asked yo dynamite what is that and dynamite said yo i've never seen that before so they acknowledge that there's still some things about Shiraki or technique or for one that they have not seen some quirks of his. So I love how we um those are new things that we have acknowledged in this battle. But they're doing great. But also that last quirk, I think it's just like a clone, because it, it looks like it's just because uh, it, it looks like it's a bunch of hands only. And it's and it's just it re- attacking miracle. It actually reminds me of remember. Uh, for the uh, League of Villains arc, we had Chigaraki's head, and we see all these hands that was in his mind, kind of thing. Like it was mm-hmm. projecting where he's giving up everything. Where he just uh, accepts the uh, all for one quirk. And these reminds me of those hands. Like literally, you're projecting what it was in your uh, evil avatar state from um of the all for one quirk, and you're releasing it outdoors. It looks like outside. It does explain his regeneration. So that's how you can regenerate your entire fingers back. And unfortunately, this quirk cannot be erased, neither. Yeah, I think it I think it actually might be scary, dog. I think it might be a I think it might be quirk mutation. I think it might be a, a second evolution based off of the previous evolution and awakening of the quirk. It could be possible. Uh, this is like this is like this is like a wonderful mutation. You know how in the Marvel comics with the X Men characters, they have they they have a mutant X gene, but from what they know and train, they only know a bit about the powers. But once they train and actually go to the full, actually go to the full potential and unlock those powers, there's an actually more of a mutation of their own powers from what they originally thought. So that's why I feel like with Shiraki, that's what's going on with his quirks. That the more that Alpha One has added with the more quirks, the seven plus 10 plus a lot more quirks have added as A has given him more of a mutation or more like an awakening. So I agree. Yeah, a deeper and deeper awakening of some sorts. That makes, because, that makes a lot of sense to me. Because it makes sense of why Eraserhead or the kid that I hate, Manoma, Manoma why they cannot stop the quirk because they don't know which quirk to target or there's too many quirks for them to actually stop. So it makes sense why 
Chiraki said that you are a letdown. So it makes sense on that. But then yeah, also, I mean, the, villains, the villains have been prepping too. So you don't know if it's something else, maybe another combination of stack quirks specifically to help neutralize Eraserhead's abilities. Because again, we have to think that, like I said, there's some pull, and there's some some tug and pull, right? So who knows what have been done to kind of like go around the idea of Eraserhead being able to nullify um, the abilities. Maybe it's uh, like, for instance, um, on the same premise of what of what Bash was just saying, maybe it's like the quirk has the ability to go between more than one form. And by toggling between these different forms, it offsets what you're targeting for Eraserhead's, um, his, his quirk, his ability. I agree. And also, I just want to comment to the comment that I just put on the stream. They said, I feel like the author of my hero is rushing towards the end, or at least that's my opinion. And I don't like how underdeveloped most of the students are. The way how I tell people always that imagine you're in high school, like, like we were. You don't know all your classmates' history, their personalities. You only know a select five top five, like your classmates are top 20, top 25, right? You don't know all of them or their backstories or where they live. You don't know, you only know a good hand amount that you can count. You get five up to 10 max. That's for me how I see my hero. We know the good handful. We know about Momo. We know about Bakugo, Shoto. Uh, we know about Ida. We know about our certain characters. And the other characters, we know a bit of the reason why they want to be hero. We know a bit of the reason why they, they want to be a psychic, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I feel like we don't need to know every student because it's just like it's just like we were in kids. We only know like a certain amount of kids as as our classmates as well. That's how I see it. I think yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like there's already like some enough enough content around for all the students' name, and they all had their own MVP moment within yeah every certain arc that they're in because like like even this, this chapter for example momo is needed for the equipments for the engineers to build which, this which uh, dope uh it's it's and then there's also the electric boy using his electric powers to power mm -hmm. up the station like it's still an important and manga, role and the manga person so that's not even a class a person i got we got a couple we have a mix of both class a and class b people that got shine in this chapter and Which like, is, you know, but like, the thing is, like, this is smart because at first, when when we saw this last chapter, like, oh my god, there's there's a whole damn island up. But then I'm curious to see, like, how did they make it to fly up? But then to actually see that every student, every person, is actually putting in the one percent type of effort to make this possible and be. 100%. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say 1% each. Like Everybody's giving their 100%. Well, so I'm that saying that like 100%. each student Turn is putting all the their picture. effort and they're combining yeah. to 100%. Is what I'm saying, like, yeah, each student is putting all their 100%. Like, for example, Momo, she mm. is putting, she's putting the whole supply and demand. So that's something that most people can't do right now because, because they said it, they're short on supplies. So it's more of how they're doing it. And they have their electric, they have their electric, type of guinea pigs that's the thing i'm laughing but like these kids are, are literally their batteries they're other mm -hmm. chargers but they it's do, smart they do, they do their jobs all the electric guys they know their jobs if you have if, yeah. if you actually see static shock here he would do the same thing he's the one that's that gives true. the most powers of anything but and black lanny has done that too 
many times in the comments. I think, I think, I think, I think we're underestimating what effort is being put in here to tie so many multiple parts of the story together. That's not to put down your point in the comments. Um, please do not be mistaken by that. What I'm saying is we're tying we're tying in the actual premise of it's literally a clash of how the hero society should be versus how it shouldn't be. This is how the hero society should work. These are the true heroes. That we, you, I don't know if you caught that theme, you guys, that in reading this, they kind of alluded to that idea of like the true heroes. Like we're the ones, we're here for the universe. We're not here for ourselves. They kind of brought back that point again. It's like a real yep. hero doesn't do it for themselves. A real hero does it for the sake of everybody else. And that's kind of like a big point that kind of gets highlighted. So you got that in this chapter. Again, you got class A, class B, a slew of heroes, injured and uninjured. Um, everyone's just trying to do all that they possibly can to kind of get to this ultimate part. Like, you know, kind of Vash is saying, it's like, it's like there are all these different puzzle pieces and it's starting to fall together on the board to kind of get to that ultimate final conclusion. But at the same time, the, the mangaka does this great job of essentially being like, I'm also going to show you guys some key points here. So there's like a time limit that gets put on it, right? In, inadvertently, because obviously they can't charge power for forever. Deku is not where he's supposed to be. So now you have this, this one spot where it's like, yeah, you can hold him down, but you can only hold him down for but so long, you know? And then you have all these other fights that are staged and these different things. So there's going to be a sequence to which, you know, I'm sure they're going to be simultaneous the way we get presented to it. But there's a yeah. sequence in, in which things are going to happen that are either going to tip in the favor of the villains or tip in the favor of the heroes. And like I said, that's that back and forth. That, like, and it's just a beautiful job of constantly setting up this beautiful tug of war between you know good and dark you know light evil that kind of like splice dynamic of like hey how are we looking at this i don't think it's rushed i think i think if anything anything slower than this pace would have been unintentionally dragging out the story and i would be more frustrated about that but you can see that there's very intricate care and detail that's being taken to mesh the story together the way it is currently and i think that, that I think that's some consideration that needs to be taken for for that. That and also to want to add to that is that there's a war like this is a war and like with war you is very is very unprecedented where you have no control over it. things happen in the minute within the week within the days all for one literally let everyone out of jail the whole country Japan was going to havoc economy everything's going bankrupt so and a lot of villains came out all the heroes got retired they say oh this shit got too real for me so for them it probably could feel rushed but that's how war is you have no control over it so that's why all these heroes as kids or as adults they have to do what they got to do like sam mckinnell says like they are heroes they are what are going to be the ones to bring the new day tomorrow and i feel like it's doing it right it could feel rushed for some people, but if you have read your books in history, war happens in the blink of an eye. You have no control of it. And this is right now, like they said in the last chapter, I mean, in the last pages, they said that this is one of the greatest villains or something like that. Like, uh, we are um, the final are boss. Those, yeah, like we are those who stand against the doom you bring. So, like, they know that this is a person they have to stop no matter what if they want to have a new day tomorrow. So this is a war. So I totally understand for some people to feel like rush, but you're just seeing that they have they have said this in in almost every chapter. He is a demon king. This is war. If you want to stop and have a new day tomorrow and go back to school, because they have said it, they're technically supposed to be sophomores already. But guess what? 
They cannot go to be sophomores because guess what? There's a whole damn demon king doing havoc on the whole country. So they got to speed yeah. this up to stop this demon king and to go back to their daily lives. Two, two last things to keep in mind as well um, is that one, in the, the Japanese school system, there's only three years of high school. So they're, they're, so they should be in their second year. They've already have the experience to be third years. Yes. They're more than capable of being yeah, considered full-fledged heroes at this point. They're more than ready to be considered full-fledged heroes at this point. And then at the same token, like I said earlier on, we want, I think My Hero is in a novel position to basically continue having the My Hero Academia work. Like the world can continue to exist for several different types of series. So I would super love to see, let's complete, let's finish this. Let's wrap this up where it is. Deku can continue to exist in the world and do whatever and be the number one hero. But then we could go back and see other heroes. You can see other things, see how the world gets healed essentially in another spin-off series or another OVA. And then you can see like, okay, here's aged up Red Riot and he's doing this and this and this. He's got his, he just started his team. There's so much you can do with the world the way it currently exists but still put this the, the end on what this story is this is the journey of deku becoming the number one hero let him do that let's resolve that and then we could build the world any other different direction from there oh black one to also reply back saying i guess you are correct however i feel like the author of my hero made his cast so wide just for the sake of having space i feel like a i feel like a lot of the potential of my hero has went down the drain there's one more also, when Deku was going through his Dark Knight phase, this man, his friends, his friend basically just screamed, come back! And he did. And my problem is now with the story completely, it's just, it's just execution. For the first comment, I, if you have not read One Piece, that's a whole cast and people always complain that have almost a thousand characters. And it makes sense because there's, people want to see more Sabo, people want to see more Law, people People want to see more killer. People want to see more kid. So you want some, you lose some. The more cast you make, you're going to always have flaws because you cannot make a perfect cast. Like people, like we as fans, each has a different, you know, fanfare character. But also people forget the whole mangaka himself has a, fan, has a fanfare character himself that he wants to shine more, you know, put more highlight moments, stuff like that. So I feel like no matter you being a creator, you some of your cast members will get less shine than others and fans will be disappointed because they probably like those because they can relate to those i understand that with my hero i want to see more miracle but guess what just because i love bunnies and also i was i was named bugs bunny as a kid i just like that character just because being biased but does that but does that deserve to actually get more fan favor of her in more key moments no not really so i feel like it's you win some and lose some in some series when your cast yeah. is bigger you just do some there i think I, mean, like, I think i think even if you don't have the deepest of cast you still end up with that issue um i'll give two other examples uh naruto like i'm still waiting for this neji lead fight i'm gonna never get that was kind of like a big promise i feel like that was something that was i got baited into thinking that that fight was gonna happen one day from the beginning of the series and it never happened um assassination classroom you don't get to see all of the people. You're constantly following the entire classroom, but you don't really get to necessarily see <clears throat> full-on development of every single character. Even at the end, you know, you, you kind of see the protagonists where, where they come to at that point, but you don't get to see everybody's thing. 
that's just not how that that's not how that works again kind of focusing back on like hey this is the story of Deku this is the story of Deku so the people and the pieces that are more tightly connected to Deku's development and pushing the story are going to get shine and like I said to think that you see some of these quirks come back in these more multifaceted functions and see how they show up I think it's just kind of like I said important to take homage to that because I don't think other series would be able to do it as well as My Hero Academia is doing it however I completely empathize with your sentiment I was gonna I add. I would like in, to see more about the people. I was gonna add, like, yeah, there's a good with a big cast. Not everybody's gonna have do too much effectiveness towards the story, but they do all have a part in it where it makes it still make them relevant one way or another. Uh, how Horikoshi's been writing, like the students of Class One A and all the other heroes, you still see them like improving themselves, and they've been training themselves. They've also worked together really well, and it's also. Like they've all been have they all had parts to play within these characters within these stories, and it's not just one part. It's usually just a lot more more like different parts in general. Where like, all right, you guys convince Deku to stay. The other guys try to find Deku, and then have this one, uh, have these groups try to talk and convince him because these are the main people that we can talk to for, for to go through. Uh, to know like, we don't how much more information can we even get for each individual character for the class and student? Because, yeah, we started My Hero Academia where Deku is, this is the story of how Deku become the greatest hero, but then it got kind of changed up toward around like 320, 330, where Deku's like, this is actually a story of uh, how we all became the greatest hero in the world. You know, uh, I got the whole parallel where we first started as one with Deku and now we're going to end it with all with the entire classroom and everybody else's hero. Yeah, one for all. all exactly. For one. It took me, and then you have it took to, me a minute. I'm like, oh, you know, it's so the one, story, for, one all. for all. Like they're yeah. all going to collect them. Like, ah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I like, so that's yeah. what like you said, meant, there's, Tori. There's so much themes, but like, again, imagine if we did flush out, let's just pick five more characters, whoever five you want to think of. That's how you end up with the Naruto filler arcs. That's how you end up with, <clears throat> again, this, the story being drawn up because you can develop these characters but so much while also progressing the plot effectively. Like, this is something that you see in One Piece all the time. Like, you don't, like, there was a whole arc where main characters of the crew, of the of the Straw Hat crew, are not in the arc. Like, in the, in the, cake, the whole Cake Island arc, you don't see Zoro. Zoro is arguably the fan favorite character. Some would argue that Zoro is actually the real protagonist of the story. I am the one that will argue Dude. that Zoro is the real protagonist of the story. Yeah. I am speaking of myself. <laughs> um, but but the point point in case being that you don't you there's just only so much that you can do, you know, arc to arc, story to story, and trying to also build your world and progress your world the way that a story like My Hero Academia does. And My Hero Academia has has been able to expand this to where. Yes, it's centralized in Japan, but this is a, a this is a world event that's happening right now in the story. This arc is a world arc. Like, yes, everything's centralized, but the, really the ramifications is if you if you lose here in Japan, you fucking up the whole country. I mean, sorry, the, the whole world, world. The world, the world's over. Like, I'm just gonna fill in all the pieces from there. It's gonna crumble, and that's gonna be the end of it. Like, and then I think even another point of like the whole thing of like what um what is feared is that even in you destroying everything, there will still always be hope. Like, so that was like another undertone premise that kind of was like slid into this chapter as well. 
Um, oh, Black Winter said a great comment. I love what you said. Like, this is the aim of a, for the show. This is the aim for the brand. I love what you said. Even though I'm not a fan of my hero, you guys have made this conversation fun. That's the point of us. That's the point of us just having a conversation. Yes, we are fans. We're also critics, but we also just love to have a conversation. And I love that you comment that because, like, me, I can't wait for us to talk about Black Clover because me and Kendall, um, I haven't, I haven't had a conversation with Kendall about Black Clover not once, or maybe we had in, maybe we had a group chat before, but it's been a long time, so I'm curious to see how our Black Clover conversation is gonna be because I have mm-hmm. some, I have some concerns and comments, so that's gonna be fun. But for my hero, I understand that my hero is not for everyone because it's, it's a very comic book type of storytelling, but based in Japan and based in manga from the from the actual Japan country. And most people that read manga don't touch comic books type of series. So I really love how people just enjoy these type of conversations. And my last comment for for as a whole series, like, for example, this boy Monoma, I hate him. I just don't like his attitude. But also it's because he reminds me of people like that in high school that acts all cocky, like, you know, the jocks, knowing that you are the best, but technically nobody fucking likes you. But somehow you make that one good thing out of your four years of high school and you actually do something to be like, oh, you know, you know, I fuck with you, but from afar. I like what you did there mm-hmm. from afar. It's like he actually did something dope. Um, The past five chapters, he like he learned the quirk of how to do the war and he learned how to learn the quirk of eraser head. So you are you was actually useful and you're you're being cocky about it, but you're actually being useful in in a good degree that actually that me myself who I've always hated you out of the past five years of the series who actually like you for the first time. So I feel like that shows that you, you're not supposed to like or care about every character. But if you do for the one moment, that means Hori did its job for you to actually care for it for that one time or not. So I love same how thing with, um <clears throat> same thing with Shinso. Um Again, these characters who aren't in the in the class, but like their one, their personalities, like you just kind of pointed out, they, they remind you of actual real world people. So you're you're you want to be again, you again, this is the, the talent of the of the artist. Like you want to be drawn to this person because hey, I relate with this person. But it's it's also like I think like if you really look at the the students, specifically the students who were chosen to have key roles in this chapter all very different personalities, all people who are like, I just want to be better. I'm not sure if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm talented or not. It's a, it's a theme that you see with Bakugo throughout the series, with Momo throughout the series. It's a theme that you see with all of the, all of those students who were, who were like the main students in this chapter. It's a scene that you see of them. Like, I don't even know if I'm good enough or if my quirk is worthy of being the hero, but I want to be that person. I want to do my best. I want to go beyond. I want a plus ultra. I want a plus ultra. And plus to add on, uh, last comment as well. Uh, each person are playing their own role. It's like a lot of people believe that they are a side character in life. But in this, yes, some of these characters are side characters. But guess what? These side characters are playing an important role. Our boys are, our boys are playing the batteries to charge the whole, the whole flying cliff up here. Each person is doing the mechanic. Our boy Cementos is doing the gaps or rocks or whatever the fuck he's doing out there with the clay so i think he's trying to maintain the building rebuilding certain yeah. stuff so each person is playing a key role and we all have each fighters that are going to team ups in each part up there so i feel like that's a key about the series and a key for any series 
but that's not to say that not everyone has a good job to do it. There's some series that could do more. You know, Bleach. Bleach has some amazing fucking characters. <clears throat> Chad. But they're not used in full potential. So not to go on a full tangent about this, but this will be a great topic for the Anime Lately podcast. Make sure, like, what characters should deserve more of a spotlight. But that'd be a great topic for another time. Um, I'm going to add one more thing. The Shigaraki bring out the arms thing or the hands thing reminds me of Akira. I can see that. I can see that. Like, like you just lost control of the arm and you just have some kind of giant mutated arms abilities kind of thing. Uh, they say one more comment. Don't attack me for this, but I feel like I like Jujutsu Kaisen. Chance of it, One Piece are more my vibe because of the darker themes and execution and prejudication of the cast, which is nothing wrong with that. If you like my hero and it's just average for you, that's totally fine. Me, One Piece is my bread and butter. I have a whole one, um, a whole six foot, seven foot type of Luffy. My name is Vashti Legend on social. I will be. I love JJK. Chainsaw Man Part 2 is coming out soon in the spring or beginning of summer. So each series, if you like it, don't like it, it's fine. As long as you don't criticize or hate other people that like a series you don't like, that's fine. But, I mean, that's not good. But if you just like it and it's average to you, but you can still have a conversation about it, that's more for the better. Because conversations are good and not just toxic, saying, hey, you know, Black Clover sucks ass. Even though I do joke around about that, but hey, it's average to me. And I know some people love Black Clover and they think it's the best series I've shown in general. And I'm like, hey, you do you, my guy. To me, it's just average. I guess we good about my hero then. I mean, I would like. I'm gonna leave that. I mean, leave that combo with a ten foot pole right there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah. (laughs) If I start telling y'all which 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 are your favorites, I think I'm in. Then. I'm gonna I'm gonna be canceled before I get to my second episode of the Anime Lazy Podcast. <laughs> oh, trust me, we could have an episode sometime this year because we usually have an episode saying you know what's mid of Shonen Jump or what's mid of you know current of the season, and you know eventually we could have one in two weeks because for this Thursday we have guests already. But hey, eventually we could have what's mid of this season of anime or what's mid this season for the Shonen Jump roster, <laughs> and just see what happens. You know, hell let loose. Sounds like chaos. I love mm-hmm. it. But Sam, you was gonna say something before we switch to the next uh to the next conversation? No, I'm I'm with Kendo. I'm not, I'm not gonna touch that with the football too. All <laughs> Just, right, uh, so, yeah, to me. So chat comments if you would left anything to discuss or break down about my hero or any any other comments you want for us to break down, let us know in the comments in the middle and we reply back to you or tweet us or join the Discord server as well. Other than that, uh wanna do JJK wanna do undone luck. Undead. I'm not fully caught up, but let's do Undead. Okay. All right. So, uh, undead, how far? What was? Where did you stop? Uh, I'm I'm just in the midst of the whole ghost fiasco and trying to figure out what's going on as they transition into that next part of the the art or the mm. next part of the story, rather. Okay, you're, so you're like I'm, I'm more or less four, caught up. I'm just chapters? I'm yeah, I'm like three or four chapters behind. I'm good to talk about it. It's fine. So, like, okay, uh, not too much has happened. They just reveal even more rules within this universe and world so it, it's come to mind where this world is made from both negators and umas and there needs to be a balance between them if you were to if one were to be disrupted god would be angry and he would throw something at your way to stop you that sort of thing and shit like that so 
Andy's entire goal was to make God mad. And by doing that, he has to kill Umas in order for like God to take notice of him, get angry at him, and like throw shit at him to stop him, that sort of thing. I just want to say that the panel um in fucking page 11 and 10 throw me off guard. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> um Sam, I'm talking about the three skin, oh, yeah. body, and blood. Skin, blood, and bones. That shit threw me off guard. I'm like, hold up, what? <laughs> like, I never expected for Andy to do this or never knew it was possible. But he said, there ain't no rule about my body. I'm like, what the fuck? So you are broken as fuck then, if that's the case. What's funny is like, so in the previous chapter, Andy kills uh, Uma Thirst. And then in corner narration, like if the, the, the Umas are the rules themselves. And if death is one of them, the entire universe um, are effective. So killing uh, Uma Thirst, as of this very moment, the phenomenon of thirst itself has been wiped off the face of the earth. I mean, I guess you're welcome. <laughs> no more thirsty. No more thirsty fanboys. Exactly. No, I think I think um, I think Andy has obviously experience, but also has the best concept of understanding. Like these rules are meant to be broken, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, a fork isn't a weapon, right? Until it's a weapon, <laughs> and I think Andy is just constantly in that mindset of like, if I can think it, I can do it. If it, if this if this is in the realm of possibility, all I have to do is try to do it, and then it's a thing that I can do. It's also like, so what Andy got rid of, he got rid of thirst, he got rid of insects, got rid of gravity, magma, and slice. So what's going to be throwing me off guard is like, okay, what does a Uma slice do? So if you kill that, there's no more slicing, there's no more cutting, that sort of thing. And then if you kill magma, so I'm guessing there's no magma within the earth, so no earth's core. And then gravity, killing gravity, no gravity, that sort of thing. I get it. So I think that's I think that's like the beautiful thing about this series is like taking these, you know, we're so accustomed to looking at like elements and thinking about how those work, but it's like, what does it mean to not be able to to cut? Mm-hmm. Like how many things get affected by the idea of like you can't break something into smaller pieces, therefore can you build anything? You know what I mean? You can't slice a cake, you can't you know, it's just it's just so many things that kind of go into this perspective. You know, if you can't slice, does that mean you can't break into skin? So that means if somebody's poisoned, you can't get them an antidote. Like, how deep are we going with this slice? You know, mm-hmm. is slice different from injection? So I, I really like that that whole aspect of this series. If anyone hasn't started reading this series yet, really a unique taste, a unique take on what all the different rules, orders, or laws of the world are. Like, it really it really pushes you to think about the concept of what exactly holds our world together, honestly. That's what I like about this series and plus JJK, um, because they have rules, but the, some rules are meant to be broken, some rules can be broken. So I love how, like, it really makes you think outside the box, but also it makes you think inside the box at the same time outside the box. It's, it's, it sounds very it sounds very convoluted, but then it makes you think. And that's what I like about this series. Like, oh, shit, like, because this mangaka really, like, I just... I just hope one day Shonen Jump does this type of interviews like, yo, Undeanlock Creator, how did you think of this series? Like, what is it that made you think of this concept? Like, what type of research 
did he have to do? Because it's with Gedge, like he sometimes explain it on his comments thread, or he does explain it in some small interviews here and there. Because he says that he goes does his research, he actually does get some inspiration from um I forgot the series that the creator passed away a couple a couple months ago. But like what I'm trying to say is that I love how Under Lug does these type of rules, but then with the storytelling, they're meant to be broken, like you said. But there's so many rules incorporated with it. These rules are effective within the with it's apparently God's work of balancing up the world. And if uh basically uh Jules had a talk with uh Uma Moon, if I remember recall. Yeah, Uma Moon that she called for the deal with, and like Boom now Uma Moon is like telling her to like, yo, yeah, stop Andy, or else like, like a negator eliminating the rules is unprecedented, and God would never stand, like, will never allow that to stand. Meaning, like, breaking even doing things that killing Umas and regulate. There's regulations apparently, and God will not stand for it. God wants to follow regulation for His own planet, for His own to create. Uh, uh, to because, its own ideal world, they said literally just said like each of them added with clear intentions in order to create an ideal world. So this is supposed to be God's world, yet but then like, now undead has incurred God's wrath. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so what's next? Like, what is that gonna happen? I think and, he's sending angels on them. Yo, if he actually sends angels or actual devils out for Andy, I'm like, oh, so we because that next page in the next page, uh, was it? Page. Anything can happen, honestly. Page 18? Like, it's like, you must stop it now or else. It's no use. He won't stop now. Unruin the one who worships God's kill focal for God's sake, it seems. That was a mistake. That panel that says that was a mistake, I love the art. Like, the bone and whatever gas thing that, that is. That was, that, was, that was Andy's bones that going into okay. uh, magma. Oh, yeah. So, am, that was dope. I'm, I saw, like, I'm also super interested in, we have been seeing, um, What's his what's his original ego? Is it Victor? His original ego? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing how he plays back into this because he also has a wealth of knowledge that's just missing from everything that we know about this world. He chose he chose to stay out of this because of Joey's will, because Joey's believes Andy and Fuku will break the cycle that Victor and Joey's has been doing for I forgot how many cycles they've been doing this already. So I guess I I guess Victor is just sitting back and waiting for this to see how it turns out because Andy has been changing a lot of the cycle already. So I guess Victor is kind of kind of satisfied to see where this goes. I think it's so, kind of good if, uh, but to talk about Undead and Luck. We already know like God is already, well, technically Uma Moon is the one that's exercising God's authority to enact regulation to adjust to the world. Yeah, he's sending like a worshiper or else not maybe not unruined, but some kind, I'm gonna guess some kind of a angel, an archangel dude just to fight with Andy or something like that. Because I feel like it's so supernatural kind of thing. It's where like you, you fuck with, if you just make someone angry, they just send their own minions on you, like their powerful minions onto you trying to fight. I just want to say it was great writing as well for, uh... For what you said, Sam, because in the same page, I love what Dre said, there would be no need for a hundred and first loop. In this loop, the hundredth, because this is the hundredth one chapter, 
and, and it's just funny how she's saying there, there's no need for 101 loop. So it's just how, like, it's great on the nose of the chapter itself that we are really hitting it right down the money. So I just love how it's just great timing. It just works out, you know, great timing. For you I mean, she also, she also kind of, she also kind of gave up her immortality. Oh no, her, her reincarnation thing. Yeah. In order to help like extend, like to time skip both Fuko and Andy so that they can have the equipment ready for her and stuff like that. So. Because yeah, remember, it's, uh, it's, it's important to kind of, I guess, keep that, that weight of the world perspective. Like it's constantly there. But, like, the gravity of, like, yo, yeah, there's iterations, but there ain't no other iterations after this. <laughs> like, it's, no. it's done after this. Y'all mess this up. If you can't fix what you're trying to fix this time, we're fucked. That's, yeah, be- that's why you have to, like, gamble everything with it. If this is going to be the last thing, you might as well go all in. Since chapter, I think, since chapter 92, since our girl Fuku got killed in some way, my excitement is to see 100 chapter 102 oh that's ironic because since chapter 92 to 102 i'm more excited to see because to see what is this shining light coming down to the earth what is this because even andy said looks we looks like we got a special guest yeah like god's angels or god's minions more of it it's just or god himself who knows it's more like andy just said like fuck it like after God just said, you know, test me, try it, t- do whatever you want. See, like, I'm not going to do something with you. Another Uma, technically it was the Uma moon. is the one that summoned it because it's re- uh, authority for it, for its regulations. But it, it seems like some of the Uma still believe, like, still has to follow God's orders, as well as they still have its own sentient mind. It could still follow side deals and that sort of thing like that. And now Uma moon might actually be their enemy at this moment. If, continue with more regulations and more angels to fight with god you have to bring god to earth somehow if you want to kill him and stuff so so it just depends who's going to be coming down an angel a devil or is going to be coming out some type of mecca we don't know so mecca could be popping out of nowhere i'll be like oh so this is now a whole type of mecca series i love it I mean, there's already permits for Mecca, so uh, not it's, out of it, the realm of things. It, it, and then luck has been very unpredictable of what can happen. And what the fuck with that heavy? So it's, it's hard to really predict of what's to come. I agree. So I think we're good. You with, too. So, so I think we're good with Undone Luck? Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's go with JJK. I think that's chapter um, 177. How are we all feeling with this chapter? Because I heard it's flame and I think it's flame too. We've been waiting to see this man do anything. <laughs> Utah? I think, I yeah, I think we've been waiting to see Utah do anything. And it's just like, ah, yes. We don't have Gojo anymore. This is supposedly the next baddest of the bad on this good side, alleged good side. So I think it was it was cool to see that they showed how OP it was, but they showed like the restrictions. You know, he wanted to not do anything. He wanted to just basically take everybody out with just his core ability. He was like, all right, I took out one, I took out two. All right, I can't take out everybody like this. I'm gonna have to, you know, you find you kind of wrap up the chapter with like, yo, Rika, come here. And I think the timing for that and bringing bringing 
them onto the manga scene with the movie, all the updates for the movie that we've just got is really good time. It's also like, the, yeah, it's also a good timing too, where you want to spend a good few months, two or three months of going into Yuta's story, especially when the movie is coming out. It's, it's still out in Japan, still topping number one. She's still in it's Japan, coming, yeah. It, yeah, it's still oh. coming, and it's just recently coming into the States in like two weeks. So like you want to spend a little bit more time with Yuta for the monk for the manga readers, at least they get to watch when, once they watch the movie and then they get still continue getting more Yuta, but it also gives the anime watchers a chance where after they watch the movie, uh, uh they can wait until after the Shibuya arc until they get Yuta back just to see more of what he can do, but it's still this is this is needed for the manga readers to learn even more about Yuta, for the anime watchers that's going to be watching the movie gives them an idea who Yuta is until like later down the line into the Culling Games arc is when we learn more about Yuta again with his more powers and everything like that. Yuta so the goat. It's timed really well. And yeah, I'm, you, I'm, especially for the anime only watchers, like you said, because it's like, when else would you have met Yuta until this point if you didn't get the movie either? So it does, it, like I said, it just feels, it feels like really good timing, man. And still, like, Yuta has been, like, OP. I know he doesn't want to, like, kill everybody. He doesn't want to kill everybody. There's, he does have to give you, he does give you a chance to, like, hey, we don't really need a fight like this. And yet, others, all the other sorcerers, alive or dead, this is the second life and just in this calling game to fight. Uh, they just want to fight. <laughs> this, um, and Yuta is just keeping, is holding him on. He's holding on. He's, I think he can kill everybody. He could have killed everybody much sooner. However, he needed Rika to help him do that in this sort of way. And I guess in this final moment, this uh, bring out Rika. Have to uh, Yuta will be in a full strength state because he he didn't use Rika to kill the cockroach nor the uh, old man. And he and he's been tired. Yuta is tired, and he's almost at its limit. What well, makes sense three. because boy, boy has been fighting for like almost probably let's say twenty minutes straight, just going at it. Basically, yeah. And and this this is all strong people. They get they kind of give us the point of um introducing each of the the enemies with their their quantity of points to kind of give you a perspective of how strong they are. And I think that's like, I think he's gonna look to finish it in a flash because he. I mean, even that at the end, he's like, "Give me everything." <laughs> It's not just like, yo, Rika, come help us. Like, nah, we're, we're going all in right now. I think he has a good idea of what their powers are. He, you know, they've sparred a little bit. So it's like, I, I know what I got to do, and I'm going to end this in a flash. Hey, but question. In page nine, when Abo Yuta, when he deflected it, there's also some going through his, through his shoulder. Is that just the joint that's still saying, or did it actually hit him? go through his shoulder and his back i was trying to understand that i didn't know if it was reflecting light or just like effects given you know based off of the way the, the impact was i am not sure i think it's trying to I, I think it's trying to show he deflected with his arm basically mm-hmm. yeah but i could tell i could tell that he deflected it but the two that's right here it shows that it yeah, kind of looks like it hit him or or went through it so i can't really tell that part that if he did deflect it or he just got hurt because because in, in, in that next page, it doesn't really show 
you know, him saying ow or something like that. So, or maybe I think it, it might have pierced through because, like, during the fall, you see his hand still kind of like messed up from the blast, right. and it's hard to tell in that up sort of angle where you don't know if one actually pierced through him. But right yeah. again, Utah has this like incredible like reverse curse technique that heals him his entire body. And I'm pretty sure he does feel these pain, like all the like the shots, all the uh, piercing and everything. But like you can only heal so much, and you're gonna how much pain that you can actually really take. Even the Sky Girl unexpectedly can just manipulate everything from the sky. She literally grabbed onto it just so that she can rotate the the blast and redeflect it back to the guy. It's if that's not that's not it's not manipulating light. So that you know the blast of light, you're not just moving that. She literally moved up to the sky to rotate like a tornado. Yeah, she changed. She literally changed the path. Like she, she basically took the page panel and she bent the page panel back, <laughs> bent the page panel to reflect the the attack back. <clears throat> and I wouldn't be surprised if that was probably the premise of what that power even is. But um, it's very cool the way it's and where it's the way it's drawn because it does look like a like it looks like a panel or a page is being scrunched together. Yeah, um, yeah, like a nice swirl. Like it was really dope. Like it, it just I don't know that page is fucking dope. Like page 14 and 15 and plus it's mm-hmm. funny the text girl said it shut up dickhead i was like i'm like wait what girl just gave the attitude to him i'm like damn that's that's just funny i mean like yeah you know what no i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna further more comment that nope nope never mind nope oh uh, you're talking about his haircut no yeah yeah, I figure. Yep, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna go into that. Nope, like, nah, I'm gonna just say shut. Nope, nope, I'm gonna not. Uh, um, but he does give that like, or Eskinor kind of vibe. Not that speech is like, damn, I've never been hit by my own technique before. But sure, packs a wallop. The same way with like Eskinor, like got his attack deflected. Like, oh man, that one actually did a number on me. Well, no wonder I'm the one that did it myself. <laughs> it's like it's he's cocky. He has that prideful cockiness but a little backstory not even a little backstory just a little pieces of there and then we could just like have a fight final fight for that character and we're kind of technically done um i know like we've talked about recently where my hero uh, my hero academia some of the characters are not getting enough time to shine technically gege introduces new characters almost every single chapter giving them a little backstory before the fight and then like kills them like you're done. You don't need too much info them from them. It just they're just, there to, they're just there to serve a purpose of giving your the character that we know that's gonna survive, that's gonna win the fight, more depth of who they are and the characters and their emotions and that sort of thing. Because you don't usually fight someone both both sides don't go into a fight unless it's like something they feel they need to have a motive and result resolution they have their own goals and that sort of thing we just know like Utah's goal is more important than uh, the sky girl and this guy with the pompadour but well yeah, but I, I like the, the, I like it though because like you have to you have to like like everyone like everyone this is literally a killing it's a calling game game people yep. have to die <laughs> like people it is literally have to die the survival of the fittest like Utah knows that if he wants to if he wants to live and survive, he gotta kill all of them. And he has no problem in killing. Even our boy Megumi has no problem in killing and racking up those points. 
Yeah, I was. I didn't think that character was gonna die. I was actually. I thought that they might have been a little pivotal. I was surprised that um, the the guy that Magumba was fighting ended up actually dying. Um, oh, he, he like, did. He did leave Reggie? with some prolific words. Yeah, he did leave there. He did leave with some prolific words, and like, I'm interested in seeing how this goes. And I'm just like, also, you you gonna you gonna survive, and you gonna you gonna endure what the results of your actions are. And I love that they keep kind of putting this aspect of like. In order for you to be a great sorcerer, you gotta be a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, the, even though Gege is introducing new characters, he's also giving people like a good explanation of what their curse techniques can do as well. And that keeps us interested as well. Same way with her Koshi, introducing a new character. And you know, if he wants to show you that person's quirk, that gives you more ideas and like of what can things to come. But when it comes to Gege, you don't miss you won't miss these characters, but they can make you feel certain ways, like relatable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, and you mm-hmm. see whatever abilities and fighting that they're capable able to do. Uh, technically, we just find out that the guy with the pompadour, this is the second life. Cause he even said, like, in my first life, I was a moderate eater, meaning he fought a good couple of opponents, but he always won in the end, but never someone strong enough to match up to it. It really is Escanor, Escanor vibe in the motion. Like I've never fought anybody that can withstand my strength or like an oppo- opponent that's really worthy that I can't beat kind of situation, that sort of stuff. And that's really all we need from a certain like side character or an enemy of this enemy for now kind of character. We, we're fun. We're done. It's just like, he just loves to fight and just, and for that, I can't wait for next chapter because once you say, come Rico, give me everything, I'm like, oh, boy's getting serious or he's tired of the bullshit or probably both because once he sat down, like, I knew next <laughs> chapter, they both dying. They happy because... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they... I, I doubt they make it past the next chapter. I think this is a... Let me show you something. And, like, there... It, it may be maybe the whole chapter, but it might not even be the whole chapter. I think they're going to just get deleted, essentially. I think it's because I think it's about time that they kind of flex Yuta's like breadth of ability. And it's it's like Gojo coming on the scene, right? It's like, you know, Gojo step up and actually start fighting. This fight is it. This ain't a fight no more. It's over. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm expected to happen with Rika coming into play here. And but like you said, Kendall, like this is a great time to bring Yuta shine because with that movie coming to the US now in the next two weeks, and, and with Japan having the movie still. So, like, this is a great time to promote Yuta in the manga and, and plus promote Yuta's backstory in the movie right now. So, this is a great time for the Yuta wave, you know, Lord Yuta, however people want to comment on him. But this is a great time to have him shine as a character. So, this is a good chapter, mm-hmm. but damn well, chapter 178 is going to be a lot better, I feel like, because we're about to see the two tag team of Yuta and Rika go ham and ham. Yeah, this is definitely whenever this gets animated in like another two seasons, this is definitely gonna be a key fight of that of that um season. The current games this is gonna probably be in 2024 <laughs> or 2025. Yeah, it's probably it's probably that's what I said. The the second season, two seasons from now. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think I think uh I think the other thing I wanna say before we kind of switch off of this is I I'm I get a lot of different other animes as like the just kind of like impressions of like like you know influence and maybe kind of guiding or inspiring the mangaka. I'm I'm getting very much so Yu Yu Hakusho in this current arc. 
I'm very mm-hmm. much so getting a uh, dark tournament. Um, every fight is critical. You know, you're, you're kind of saving up for the big body. There's other characters kind of like you were talking about, Sam, like characters mm-hmm. come, you get to learn about their powers. You might even, you might even fall for them. They might even be, you know, really interesting, but they're flushed out thoughts and powers. And you get to see these different fights in these different spaces. It's not just completely focused around one specific team or party in a specific area. And it's it's just it's just giving me a like I said, it's giving me a little Yu Hakusho vibes right now, as far as just like the the way things are kind of happening and the impact and the, the expendability, honestly, of people's life in the tournament. It's also like everybody's like last words too. Even Reggie was like, "Yo, I know I lost, and I'm giving you my points to uh, Megumi, the ki- person that killed me. I'm all for the chaos that's happening at this very moment. I know you're not like he's." It's more of as like there are some uh, sorcerers who just comes back to have fun just to be the last man standing, mm-hmm. last man standing that sort of stuff because that's what um, the pseudo ghetto. I, I forgot the the brain guy's name again, but he he's after the top strongest on Kajaku? Like, the Kenjaku. Yes, Kenjaku. He's only after like the top people who survive within the Cullen game. And like it's more like everybody, like these new characters just are in it to in a survival game to extend their life longer or to be in the next future with to follow, even if not to follow get uh Kenjaku's orders, at least you live a second life where you can fight more randomly sorcerers. And right now, learning more about Yuta, he actually pinpoint every single like all the, the other two characters. One where a guy where he doesn't fight normal people, but then he's he will make collateral damage and just and if he ends up killing people, he gets points. And of course, you know, not say uh we can't keep him alive. Uh the sky girl is she only fights sorcerers out of pride. Okay, so I haven't really read the chapter zero of JJK. What does give me everything mean when it comes to uh so, mutant Rika? So you're about to find out like Rika, Rika I don't know for you. A, I'll say it like this without it being a spoiler. Rika is a very strong entity mm-hmm. and he doesn't necessarily always go into the full breadth of utilizing Rika for various reasons. He, that's that's kind of also like the premise of the movie as well. So I don't want to say anything beyond that. But for him to be like, <clears throat> I'm going to fully utilize Rika's power is actually really relevant. Um, it's actually very important because it's just it's not just like, again, uh, you think about like... Um, What's a good what's a good example? Uh Naruto or Shaman King, where you invoke these spirits, but you only partially invoke the spirits to a certain point, unless it's like really critical and you're like, all right, I need everything. That's kind of like the premise of what's there. All right. Um, I'm happy you spoke about it because I would have spoiled probably a bit more than that. So I'm glad you spoke <laughs> about it. Because in my head, I would have said two other things and I would be like, wait, that's too much. But I'm glad you said, and I'm like, you know what? He did a good job, not spoiling that. Because I would add two more things. Yes, thank you for not fashing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, in two weeks I don't have to fashay anymore because we because we see the movie at four o'clock. So that's I can't wait to see Rika, Gojo, Ghetto, and a few people in action. That's what I'm excited to see. I can't wait to see Gojo giving them them hands. Man, this this it's gonna be such a good movie. It's gonna be such a good movie. So everybody good with JJK? Yeah. 
So uh, I think last but not least is the Black Clover, right? Yeah, Black Clover oh, yes. chapter 322 to 325 or if anything, let's just discuss it as a whole because I'm not going to go chapter by chapter. I'm going to just... Uh, let's just have some fun with this um, candle. You know, it's been a, it's been a while. Um, I don't remember how much we discussed it or how long ago. Oh, have you been man. with Black Clover? Like, overall, what's... Be honest. Be brutally honest about the Black Clover mindset that you have right now because, trust me, I, we, we might be on the same opinion on the same boat. Because this is your first time to give the full discussion thoughts of Black Clover. So what's up? Talk to me. I am, given the current pacing of the manga, I am glad they stopped the anime where they stopped the anime. I am, it, that was probably the best decision of anything that's happened in this series thus far. Um, and the reason I say that is, I already see how this is going to be animated. It's going to be really quick paced. This last arc that we're going to end up essentially getting, uh, it's going to probably be like maybe two different parts essentially at this point. Um, but you're, you're speeding, speeding, speeding to a conclusion in a series that was already fast paced. And it feels like, it feels like maybe the last, I would go as far as even say 15 chapters have just kind of been a blur. Um, you're kind of slowly getting other people back. We got the captains back in his recent chapter, but did nothing um, except for the one captain that, you know, that we expected to do something. Um, and then we see, we see Sissel, so Neil, we see her, her start to kind of break apart. And it's just like, ah, oh, man, that's the only one other person. It's like, all right, well, she's down there. And then it's like, oh, uh, okay, well, we got Captain Yami back. All right, Captain Yami lose an arm. Like, it's, it's just so many things happening at once at this critical juncture um so to basically get back to the same formula of they're too strong but somehow Yuma and Asta are gonna just miraculously pull off some miracle and so now we're just basically waiting to see well what's the thing that they do because that's literally just gonna be the final thing the fight's gonna be over and then maybe the whole story or the arc is over we don't know but I've been, I've been, I've been feeling very meh, if I could put it in one word. I've been feeling very meh about Black Clover for a little minute now. Once, once Sam told me last week when we we're about to, you know, come back, come back from a hiatus of you know doing Shonen Ronin anime podcast, and we came back from Shonen Ronin and and he told me, hey, uh, let's not do Black Clover today. I'm like, oh shit, I totally forgot about Black Clover. And he told me it's on break. Like, oh shit, it's on break. Cool. So next week. And then when I woke up this morning, I'm like, okay, let's check my analyst. How many chapters I'm behind? I'm like, oh, four chapters. Um, I read all four chapters. I'm like, it's just, I felt like it was the same shit. I don't like to criticize in a negativity way to series. But when I feel like Black Clover, I love the series as a whole. But I feel like the week to week and even this bench I just did of four chapters felt like it was just the same cutting guys, off point. Do you guys feel like they... Uh, people, the fandom may have overhyped certain no, no. places and well, stuff like that. For, well, for me, it's not overhyped because I've I've read I've read the series be- before it became overhyped. Or no, no, not not saying the overhype of the series. I'm saying within the chapters, the four chapters that you've just read and that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, um, I don't. I do follow Black Clover YouTubers. I'm friends with them. There's a few that I'm cool with, and you know, but. They didn't I mean, like, hype it. They, they, they I, probably I have like certain it. panels. I'm saying, like, well, how about no, the pa- um, like 
which is but crazy. I was not spoiled the these fuck? past couple of weeks or these past months. I'm not been spoiled. What's been going with Black Clover? Which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that there was no type of discussion about it. But more is that with this chapters, it's all about Asta and you know winning, and that's like the part that, for example, again going back to the discussion of my hero DJK and One Piece and plus Chainsaw Man, every character could win or fight a side character or they have a key moment. But with Black Clover, Yami, Fuego, uh, and plus Marilona, these characters have their high moments, but they only have their hype moments to help Asta Yuno to get the final moment. And that's, that's what fine. sucks about that. I like, think that's fine. It's like everybody no, no. still have its own parts and roles to play. And it they're just there to help it. It but it's feel, always but it saying, it's always Asta Yuno. Like they are the yeah, only ones that win. It doesn't like, like it literally from the beginning, every critical juncture gets to this point where it's just kind of like do it for Asta. Like you even even Yuna, Yuna just feels like another plot device for Asta at this point. Um it's really like, weird. It's really weird because it's like, okay, Asta is really, really, really beat up. We know he's not a regular wizard. He's he's gonna he's basically his body's about to fall apart. And every single time it's that same thing, like, all right, are, are you, you get great power, but you destroy your body more. Great power, but you destroy your body more. The art is cool. The design scene, um, notches um different um crossovers for his union are super cool. We got Yami and we got we got this new sword that is basically um which is power and like like all oh. of it kind of yeah, like a tree uh, or like elves type of thing. The, the, yeah, it's it's like, but it, it's all happening so fast. And then it's all just for the sake of Asta. Like, I, you see so the sword. Sam, you don't get to see the sword do anything cool. But again, I think it's to emphasize the point of how strong Lucifero is. But yeah. it's still just, it's like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't even get to enjoy the power-ups that I've been waiting for to see between these different people. Like, we haven't had Yami in so long. He comes back. He's stronger. We don't get a full understanding of why he's stronger. Even in the, it's almost like a pun, like, in the in the, in the, in the chapter. Because it's like, I don't know where all this power came from. But here we go. Yeah, but it's also sad. like, but saying like, for example, in the Great Ninja War four, in Naruto or the Great Ninja War three was it? Our boy, um, our boy, my guy, Fa, our boy Mara, and he gave him the hell. You know, the he hands, opened all yeah. eight gates. He gave he gave him the hands, and we thought, yo, my guy might win, but no, Mara, Mara kicked his ass at that right end. You know, he got him at that last corner. Cool, but my guy gave him the hands. And he was holding it down until Naruto came mm-hmm. back alive, right? So, so in this, like, these captains couldn't even fight against the main boss or the main devil, Lucifero. Mm-hmm. These captains that we know as the strongest brigade, as the strongest type of uh, captains out of all of them, couldn't even hold their own against. And only the hypest person, which is Marilona, the fan favorite character of all the captains and Yami. Although only two. Yami makes sense because he has dark magic. So it makes sense that you could affect Lucifer. I cool. But Marilona, her brother, even Fuego, he couldn't do shit either. And they're they're almost at the same level, is what we know. So it's like those type of moments, like I could none of the captains couldn't do shit. Okay, so yeah, basically, that's... basically, like the formula altogether, it's a little bit of it always has to be your main two of Aston Yuna. Uh to be the ones to uh, kill, uh, beat the last the 
they have they get the last moment basically to take down the boss and that sort of stuff. And right. although like I I can see why you have to try to make your this big bad now is strong stronger than everybody else previously by beating all the captains to establish yourself as okay I'm much stronger than your all all the other previous bosses and I'm stronger than all your captain. This is the level that power I am right now. That's kind of it is dragging a lot. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. It's from everything you guys just said, any of the characters could have technically killed Lucifer all this time now. It's the problem is or or done they a just critical do... a critical blow or like yeah, like, like a critical damage being done. And that and that's a disappointing part. Like, all right, cool. Asta, I get it. He has anti-magic, he's so special, cool. But like, I but does he literally have to do everything? Like, does he have to hold everyone's hand for him to actually succeed? Like, can we not do this all the damn time? Like that's the normal part. But that's the formula that works for Black Clover, isn't it? The same it way it, 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 it works, works. But because, I, like, if you think about it, works, it fairy tale, I guess fairy tales is the fan, same thing. Fairy tales is the same fan, thing. And, and and you, I'm glad you said fairy tale because they they are doing exactly they're making the same mistake that I feel fairy tale made in its original run. The thousand year, the thousand year war, the thousand year arc isn't doing it right now, which I like. I feel like they made the same mistake where they went all in at one point and then it just kind of was like, and then well, not so always being the one that you know takes the final blow, exactly. Yeah, it's like the same word. Your, your main MC needs to be the one to establish the last blow, in which we get it. He's he the main is, character, he or thing, she but... is the main MC. We get it, like they're the main MC, and they take it. But it, it, it's like, for example, with Luffy, Luffy takes out the final boss always, like you know, Kaido, Big Mom, and everything else. But Zoro, Sanji, Brooke, they have fought Big Mom and they have gotten a blow on Big Mom before or on Kaido, but they don't take down the main the, the main boss. The captain Luffy is the one that takes the final hit. So it's like if Zoro could actually hit Kaido and hurt him real quick, I right, cool. But your captain Luffy is the one that fights him all along. But with these characters, Yami said it in this chapter, like, oh, um. I can't make a dent on him no more. I'm like, okay, but didn't he just take a dent? I right, cool. He just he just became serious. Now he wants to make his skin harder. So those are things that I'm looking for. Like I want more shine for my so, characters of Black Clover. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna still continue reading. Maybe can continue in binges, but for this for chapters read binge, I read it feels very meh, very average for me. I was hoping for a bit more and like back when we started the new year this is literally where we left off like back in yes. january 5th or 6th yes. it was literally lucifer came out i still was on the ground all we're doing right now it's just rinse and repeat okay fuego go fight okay the captain's lost okay zoro go fight boom okay you know okay go fight boom they're no. just there to and help they're, they're just there to kill time for asa to break back up yeah it's a stall for asa it's a big stall for us then. Like you said, I, I literally just read the chapters from the second week of January to now and nothing has happened. You see? Nothing has happened I remember. in that time. I said it, I said <clears throat> Nothing has happened. It's We've been at this fight. Basically, we was like, all right, it's Lucifer. Lucifer has been summoned. That's basically how we started the year. We're just still here. Nothing critical has happened since that us. point. And it's just like, yeah. you, and like, in this instance, in this instance, if you're going to lag the fight like this, then draw it out properly. If you're going to give me a stall, give me a stall with like epic sequence of fights with different people. Give me you that, not doing something super impressive 
so that it's like okay i it takes away from the me realizing that you're just stalling for asta it just feels like every single chapter has been like well we gotta get to asta okay asta's not fully healed he's gonna do something miraculous all right asta needs a little more time so we'll give you a quick little fight between yami yami and not should have been a, its own its own chapter that whole fight i would have preferred it to be a whole entire chapter go into that show me some special combos that only they could have done they've never had an opportunity to fight together like this like give me something more from that i agree with it that. just felt like it was all mished together and so now i don't have i don't have any choice but to focus on the fact that well all you did was stall time for asta to maybe I do mind, something i wouldn't mind if knock and yami was two chapters that one chapter flashback as both of them when they were friends and the brother oh shit mm-hmm. you know there's a reunion but man knock i want to die no you're captain yami don't do this blah 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 and then next chapter they fight together cool moves your double attack you know yeah and when yami went like, inside even, the shadow even that shot, like, oh shit even that, that's shot, cool team. even that shot even that shot where and again I, I know it's gonna be animated better than we're reading it right now but even that shot where um it was like notch was like well I, i'm willing to do whatever before yami comes back in and says like nah you can't die that could have been the end of the chapter. That would have been so such a cool cliffhanger for the next week. You come back in, Yami's like, no. And then you see, again, you see all of these super special combos that you wouldn't normally see because they, like, again, Nash hasn't really been a part of the team to begin with. Um, and then you kind of get this call back to the brother. You get this kind of like redemption. It's like, yo, Yami, I see you as like this person in my brother's eyes. It's like, yo, I see you as this person for your brother. Your brother always said that we were like the same person. And, and play into that a little more. Again, they, they still could get lose. It could have still been a stall, but it just felt like it could have been flushed out some more. Again, I think in the in the anime, I can, I bet this ends up being two episodes. Just yeah. like like breaking apart like what's going on in this chapter is going to probably be two episodes by itself because there's just so much there. I agree. And like again, we're not we're not criticizing in a negative way. We're just we're just hoping for more. We like mm-hmm. Black Clover as a series. We just want more of the series that it has It has a potential. But <clears> if Tabata <throat> wants to stay in the Shonen Jump type of trope and wants to stay in this route, all right, cool. That is for you. That's for other fans. I'm going to probably still read the series, but if me, Kendo, and, and the whole squad wants to, wants to continue covering it, maybe. Maybe we might switch out and talk about psychomodities or anything else because right now for Black Clover, we feel like it's very stagnant. Maybe if we continue reading and there's a really good moment that we actually want to discuss, we will bring it. That's perhaps. But right now for Black Girl, I read it and I felt like, eh? Like, for example, if Kendall was not here and it was just me and Sam, I'll be like, nah, I'm good on Black Girl. I can wait for another time. Like, that's the honest truth. Yeah. I, also, I actually wanted I really to ask you guys, like, does the villains ever, like, still stay alive and then come back? afterwards or they just literally wiped out once the only ones to end. the the only villains that stay alive are the elves but they weren't villains they were just pure hatred because of what they thought that they so, presumed that happened so the, the elves reason, so the no, elves but, are the no, ones no, that still alive so um, the reason why i asked why like does any of the villains survive in a way because if you have a you can establish a villain's power like they can be very op oh they beat all the captains they killed all this this is the top uh, the king of the king of hell this is the devil himself and like if you don't see them surviving like what's next what 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 next enemy that you could come in that's also going to be op that you're going to establish for more chapters 
There's no. So there's like, a devil. There's a devil in this chapter, Sam, to kind of speak to what you're speaking of, as far as like that dynamic. There's another devil in this chapter, and Lucifero is like, "Yo, help me!" And they're like, "I'm not helping you." I forgot the name of the devil right now, but like, I think that's kind of like what you're kind of uh, alluding to, where it's like, "Well, what's next after this?" Because this is this definitely can't be the final thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, all right, there's there's definitely room for some other person to kind of fit in there. But then it's just like, what are their powers? Because these devils, yes, they certainly have have abilities. But at this point, Lucifer doesn't have a real power besides just being ridiculously OP and strong. Yeah, Sam, we haven't seen just super we, strong. We have not seen his actual magic so far. We have only seen pure strength. It's also like I'm also asking like. Is there any more stories with Lucifer himself other than his his uh? We don't his, know. His, so that's, one other thing I want to comment is all that all we know is that Lucifer killed Asta's mom. Sorry, spoiler. That my bad. That and also the one thing I kind of like. All right, cool. These past 10, 12 chapters since the month of January of the new year, well, since twenty two. If it have always been for Asta Sterling, I right, cool. But if there's been some type of reveals about you know. Or by Lucifero, or if there's been like a monologue of the villain. No, all all that's been said from the monologue of the villain. Mm-hmm. I need to kill Asta. That's it. He's he's a dirty low human. That's I, all he have said to us, really. That's all all I'm getting, I kind of want Asta. I kind of want Asta to die at this point. That gives like, me the whole. That gives me the whole bleach vibe in a way, which just doesn't give me a villain of the a uh, big villain of the arc. Big villain of the arc, and then they're gonna get killed, and then move if on he, to the next. If one. they kill Lucifer, I'll be disappointed because I'm like, you know, in the mythos, Lucifer is the king of all demons. He's the man of the demons. He's but hell you kind of himself. But, but from so what you, you told me, him, you so established like, he's not even the head. He's not even the king. He's not even the. He doesn't have. He does not have absolute authority. Is what what I have noticed based off of some interactions with other devils. So yeah, like it's just gonna be like Devil of the Ark, Ark, uh, Ark of the Devil. Well, let's uh, see, establishment uh, kind of thing. L- let's just see what happens next in this chapter in the next couple of weeks. Because I'm just hoping for more. A lot, a lot of people are theorizing if this is the end of Black Clover after this arc, or if there will be more. Because I used to say back in the beginning of last year when we do when we used when we used to do when we used to do solo reviews for each series. I thought Black Clover was going to go to a dwarf arc because, you know, with the dwarfs in the kingdom, uh, you know, a metal, new swords for Yami, stuff like that. We also thought about the angels, you know, with the archangels, those stuff, like that storytelling. Mm-hmm. But now with the way a year later, I don't really know where it's going to go and do I care still? Yes. But am I hopeful or optimistic about it? No, at this point, whatever Tapata does is whatever he does and whatever he chooses to because it really depends where the fuck he cares, because it mostly looks like it's just more of those shonen trope that he really is kind of going for. I mean, yeah, again, one this, series this already. Good, this, this is good to the series, just in case anyone is wondering. We're just harping on the very critical point of where it is right now. Which is not good about Black Clover. The stuff that's good about Black Clover is still good. Your characters are still there. Your powers are still there. The art is still there. It's mm-hmm. still good. But there's just these little niches of like criticism where we are at this, at this particular junction at this point in time. Agree. Well, so but I mean a, a big big ser- another a big series already ended, which is Doctor Stone, and I think at this point you kind of we still need the Black Clover fandom and its popularity within the show and jump. So we don't Black yeah. Clover in sales, Sam. 
is low like black cover has popularity it just it okay. just doesn't have high high sales oh really yeah uh black cover the more the reason that's there i believe is more because popularity sales wise is not that high i'm because that's that's scary though that's gonna be another that could be a be a, another possible bleach incident that comes out yeah watch us watch us not get the final arc of um of black clover who knows? Or if, we just rush within like 10 chapters or something. Maybe even less. Yeah. It really depends on Black Clover. So me, uh-uh. who knows? At the end of the day, who knows? But me, I'm good. I don't mm. want to talk any more negativity. Um, I just hope for good potential of the rest of this arc. It ends well nice. Maybe if I do a nice, a nice reread by the end of the year, maybe it'll do better for me. Who knows? But for me, I'm just being hopeful, optimistic for some goodness of Black Clover. That's all. So Kendall, any gonna, last words? I think it's gonna end. I think it's gonna end fine, man. I think it's gonna end fine. I just think that we have to realize that it's a dawn of an era. It's a turn of another era. We 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 in the past three years, Promise Neverland, uh, Haikyuu, Attack on Titans, like you just said, Doctor Stone. Things are things are starting to wrap up. My hero is progressing to a conclusion. Black Hole is progressing to a conclusion. It's it's been. Uh, almost a decade of some really critical, really, um, really beautiful series that we have gotten, and uh, I think I think it's fine. I think it's okay. I think we're super hyped about things. Um, Demon Slayer, just uh, another one like that that has concluded itself at this point, and I think it's good that we've been able to see this cluster of series because, especially expanding out to the Western audience, because it's like for every, for a lot of people, it was just. It was just Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, or it was mm-hmm. just Pokemon, or whatever the case. And now people have so much more diversity uh, in the series that they have. Um, we just got the the remake for um, uh, what's that show, Joe? Why why can't I think of the name right now? Um, man, killing myself with that. Point of the matter is, we're getting a lot of stuff. We're getting remakes of things. We're getting retouches of things. We're getting sequels of things that we haven't seen, like Zajpel and stuff. So I feel like it's just a good point in time, and we I just have to accept. Remember. We have to accept where we are with certain things. We got Shaman can't remake. You know, there's all these different things that's kind of going on. Eden Zero as another spinoff series for the fairy tale um, uh, mangaka. Like, there's things going on here. And I think we've just had this cluster of so much good things for such a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people are feeling the pressure of like, oh, my God, my favorite series is going away. I mean, I can also actually see, like, since you remind me, Zatch Bell is coming back. You think Zatch Bell is going to be the one that's going to be taking Dr. Stone's big, big standing place? Because uh, we know Zatch that, Bell has been very popular too back then. And yeah, if if it's if it's anything, it'll be the it'll be. I think Dr. Stone is the right the right one of the monikers. It's going to be that kind of offside. It is shown in the mm-hmm. more or less kind of of a series, and it's going to be you know it's going to be some lightheartedness, some fun to it, but it'll definitely be a good. Uh, series that will catch people's attention um, depending on what they decide to do with it because I have no idea what this actual pathing is for this series so I'm looking forward to kind of getting some more information might need to go find out whatever this is and go pick it up and start reading it uh, but I think uh, I think we'll see we'll, we'll start to see some things I think there's a lot like I said there's a lot of good stuff coming out right now you have Orient I think Orient is going to continue to blossom it's been something that people have been waiting for to kind of get its own shine as far as the anime is concerned something that people have been asking for basically since black clover and my hero academia started to blow up people were like well why not this series 
So I think we'll see that. I think there's a lot of webtoons out there that still also have the opportunity to get it shined and kind of step into the light as well. Mm. So um, we'll see. I, I would love to see um, Tower of God come back. <clears throat> I want to see it come back. I want to see them. Please do not try to put the entire season two inside of a series. It's not going to um, Tower of God don't, don't do could that. do, Tower of God could do a season two without doing some type of reboot. God of High School definitely needs a more, needs more of a clarification. No, I'm so sorry. One. Don't bring it back. Don't bring it back. You had your shot. I'm so sorry to be mean about this. I love that series so much. Please don't bring it back at this point. Because you should have done the justice that you needed to do out, okay. out the gate. You should have taken your time with it. There was an opportunity. You had the opportunity to walk us through something. And you you meshed several arcs into tw- several arcs into 12 episodes. No. I don't I don't see how you come back from that because the way that the audience is now. What you're saying is you're going to bring me back a slowed down pace version of something that you already released to me. <clears throat> and quite frankly, for most people who didn't read the webtoon, they felt they felt God of High School was fine. I don't think there's I don't think there's a way that you remake this and get what you need to get out of it, in my opinion. I agree. You're you're uh, you're a hundred percent right on that. So I totally agree. I can't, I can't, I can't not add anything more to that because you're 100% right on that. So, but on the black cover side, I'm done. I'm good. How, how about you, Kendall? I'm a, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to see it through. I, I, I've also, I'm also about to finally pick back up Tokyo Avengers because that Tokyo Avengers also made me upset and I stopped reading it, but uh, I'll be probably caught up on that soon. Oh, we also, uh, Fire Force. See, there's so many things. Our there error actually, Fire Force that ended like a month ago. Yeah. Error. Oh, and last week, it, changed. it just finished last week. Like our era is changing right now. Our era is actually like actually visibly changing. The era of anime and manga that we're in right now is visibly changing. So even though Doctor Stone is ending, we can't wait for Bochi's next work as well. And, and his it, art styles and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could definitely see. Um, hopefully, he does more uh, of the art for another. Uh, uh, this Shonen Jump situation series for sure though. Uh, well, other than yeah. that, um, so with Black Cover conversation ended, now let's do our last segment of the show, and it's what was the chapter of the week for Weekly Shonen Jump 14? So out of the four series you cover or the other series you read that's part of the Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 14 that came out today, what was your favorite? You want to go, Kendall, or you should I go first? No, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. What was my favorite from this set? I haven't caught up with all this. I haven't read all the new chapters just yet for the other series, so I can't do like a full all on uh, which was a better chapter. I thought everything was okay. I thought it was all right for what it is. My hero is establishing like the reveal of how the heroes plan to stop Sugar Rocky into a, a way to like stop this his decay quirk, his flying quirk, and like neutralizing the other quirks and that sort of stuff. And this was the plan to build up a whole uh, flying island so that he can't reach to the bottom and not decay and they can all have an all-out fight with him. Cool. JJK, more establishment of Utah and to build and like the fight between the other two people in the city district that he's in. Uh, I can already tell like the Utah arc can end in the next two to three more chapters because that should be enough time where the U.S. gets to watch the movie and like Utah's story can, we can move on to another character like Maki or um, or like the, or Panda or the other like 
uh, JJK characters, we're ready to move on to the next character, but we want to see the end results of these fights, especially with Yuta and his going all out fight in his, step, in his powers and stuff. Um, yes. Undead Unlock is still building up to its own uh, world building stories of establishing what Umas are, the data laws and the whole kill as Luma, you kind of stop the certain law for God. And like, here's the consequences of what happens in this world if you were to uh, make God angry because you kill his Umas. And now like what happens so far, so far and so far as world building. Uh, from what you guys told me, Black Clover is still on its still dragging vibe of fighting with Lucifero, but all the other characters are fighting him just so that you could just see almost full power establishment of each character. Is that what's going on? Like everybody's just having their yeah. moment of doing their own final attack onto a giant OP devil kind of guy, but nobody's having this yeah. sort of effect towards him, which I think that's considered dragging, <laughs> just dragging the story along. Yeah. And that's really it. It's really hard to, I, I, they all did okay. That's what I'm trying to say, but I don't know if I could pick a top one from the entire stuff. That sort of thing. All right, so for um, me, um, I would say my top out of the ones I read today because I, I didn't get to finish all my other series. I, I should be cut up by tomorrow because I'm also going to read Ayashimon. I've been telling me that for weeks, but I haven't got the chance. But um, my work schedule this week is going to be very easy now. So I'm going to catch up to that and a couple other new series that I've been meaning to. But for the four ones that I read today, I have to give it for My Hair Academia because JJK and Under Unlock felt like a set of chapter for more for what's going to happen next week. So I feel like those chapters going to be a lot better for next week. Black Clover, like we spoke about, was eh. So I have to give it time for Kaji number eight and also My Hero. Like both were great chapters because they did give us information and they gave us um, of the current events of, of how it happened. Yeah, I I am similar but slightly different. I think JJK did a little bit better than My Hero Academia, um, but I definitely also co-signed that it's a tie with uh, it's a tie with Kaiju Number Eight. I, I'm actually willing to say that it was Kaiju Number Eight this week that had the better chapter. <clears throat> um, there was a lot of things that was flushed out. You got to see a lot of dynamics. A lot of things were a lot of new things were introduced into dynamic comparatively to all the other seasons that have kind of just been rehashing of what's already established on the field. So for that reason, if anything, I would give it to Kaiju number eight. It felt like a very solid, really balanced chapter. And then, like I said, right after that, my I would go with JJK and then probably my hero academia uh, in that specific order. Um, I get your point though, uh, but yeah. All right, so. But that's for that being our uh for that being our chapter of the week of the week shonen jump issue 14 of 22. Um Kendall, since your first time for being on the shonen jump on the shonen ronin show, where can the people find you anywhere? Give your plugs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can find me at Kendall X Anime. That's Kendall with two L's, K-N-D-A-L-L-X Anime. And that's um, on most of my social medias. If I'm not on with them, you should be able to just find me by searching that. Awesome. And you can find myself and Sam and all the plugs down below at Bludgeoning Vash and at Sam the Manga Man and at Anime Lady everywhere else on social media, Twitter, IG, Twitch, everything else down below for the links of where to find us and the whole social media um, team of Anime Lady and careful for spoilers and the rest of also an A podcast is down below. All the links where to find us and the beautiful people of Spicy Day Entertainment and everyone else. So uh, we will see you guys 
on the next one. Take care. On this Thursday, we will be having Pat and Yen from Studio Maho 100% for sure. I'll see you guys on the next one.